0: Well, good morning, Mr. Kordstock. Well, how are you doing this morning, sir?
1: Oh, fantastic, Mr. Jeff Underwood. How are you, sir?
0: Doing great. Doing great. Welcome back to another episode of Engagement Matters.
1: Yeah, buddy. Whew. Good to be back.
0: Yeah, it feels like it's been a minute, you know, and uh, it's going to be, uh, I think we have a really interesting topic today on why it might have been a minute since our last episode has dropped. So I'm really looking forward to having the discussion with you. Pick your brain. And uh, as always, let's have a discussion about it.
1: Love it. Love it. Yeah. Well, that's the uh, you know that it's it's lovely to have this opportunity to talk about things that are impacting us right now, because if it's hitting us, it's hitting other leaders. And so I I love that we're able to just jump on here and tackle a topic that's got to be on the front of people's minds right now as things are starting to get back to normal and changing what our days look like
0: absolutely, absolutely and that you know, and I think that's the 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 basis of our topic today, right um you know we, here we've gone through this transition period almost almost a year to to the date, right I think it, it's almost a year ago is when the world kind of just went nBA sports uh every athletic sporting event um everything just kind of ceased to exist uh from the public eye um and you know so it's been a year. And during that year, there's a lot of us that were forced to work from home, stop the travel, disrupt our normal daily routines. And, you know, one of the things I think about is there were some really good habits that I had that were developed during this work from home environment that I didn't really recognize because so busy being on the road and being out in the field with people. Um, And so I'm curious, you know, from your point of view, when you think about maybe the good habits and the bad habits that we've been, we've, whether it's been created or whether that we've discovered or has now become habitual for us over the last year, it's almost a little scary thinking now that the world's opening back up, how do we look at that now? Like to really take a look at, hey, this was really good. This was bad. And now how do we move forward?
1: Right. Well, that's the, <clears throat> that's the thing. We all had to adjust to this new normal. Right. And, and so I think that in our in our industry in particular, Jeff, you know, we uh, as leaders in, the, in our space, it's important that we're out there with our folks in the trench, so to speak, in, in the street, meeting with merchants and, and having these these conversations. And, and so that all stopped with COVID, which gave us all a lot of time back because we weren't having to travel Um, we weren't getting no-showed. We weren't, you know, there, we were literally, we had all, you know, I don't know about you. I've never worked an eight hour day. We had all 10 hours right there at our disposal to invest however we wanted. And so we did, you know, we were able to really get organized with where we invested our minutes. And, you know, so I was doing a lot more reading. I was doing a lot more personal stuff and was able to, talk to my whole team almost every day by phone, at least to just catch up. I knew I'd catch them. I knew where they were Um, and they knew where I was. And we had a lot of great conversations. Um, and, And so that is the part now that's like, now they want me to, you know, be out there with them, come see them. And there's dozens of them and they're all over the place. And I feel this like sense of urgency to get out there and do that but it's ripped me away from a lot of the other stuff that was helping me stay focused. So yeah. it's a, you know, it, it, it's a really, um, interesting moment to try to figure out where are my minutes being invested wisely. And, um, and it almost feels unfair that I can't invest them everywhere. Right. Been able to.
0: It's a struggle, right? I know last week I was, I traveled, hopped on a plane, down to san diego beautiful san diego except for a day of torrential downpour rain they were everyone blamed me on the the rain they're like we get 20 days of rain a year and you come from northern california and you know you're here 24 hours and here's a rainstorm Uh, but uh um you know and so getting back and it was so i was so excited to be back in the field like shoulder to shoulder let's go let's let's have a great time let's you know earn some business, create new relationships and uh, go do what we do. Right. Uh, But I also noticed something that I didn't have the time that I'm used to having to engage with others. Right. And I missed that. And so one of the things, you know, as we talk, you know, leaving, the keeping the good and leaving some of the bad habits, but I think it brings uh, the the importance of the power of time blocking. Mm -hmm. Right identifying what's most important to us and what is maybe not so important. Right. I think about Jeb Blunt's book about the, the platinum hours, you know, versus you just, you have these other hours of the day that, you know, Hey, it's still work that needs to get done, but not during your, your platinum or your golden hours of the day. Um, And so I'm just curious your thoughts on that. You know, when you think about time blocking um, Mm -hmm. you know, what you think, am I on base there? Am I off base? What are your you're thoughts?
1: <clears throat> well, we've taught time blocking for so long, you know, when you're, when you're in the field and, and managing the life of of selling, you, you really got to lean into time blocking or you can get overwhelmed quickly. Leadership is just the next amplified level of that in my mind, because really, um, you know, for, for us in leadership, it is easy to to fall into the trap of recency bias. Where you're spending all your time with the person you've most recently spent all your time with, because you're still working through their situation. What it's recency biased, and it's easy to have those blinders on and not realize you've got 18 other team members out there that you haven't connected with in two days because you're so focused in this one space. So you've got to have boundaries as a leader, and and I think it's really important to communicate those boundaries to those you lead. So that you're leading by example, because if we're teaching time blocking, but we're not exercising it ourselves, then it it doesn't bring a lot of value. So it's like, for instance, I typically, um, you know, I I try to set all one on ones and I know you do the same thing for Mondays, Um, basically because our merchant public isn't really wanting to talk to anybody on Mondays, So it's a good day to set the tone for the week get you know get the minds right get the forecast and whatever connect with everybody and then the rest of the week is wild and wooly well that's time blocking but you just you know you've got to apply it to the hours of the day and so thinking about those platinum hours you know that it it really de- you know it kind of depends on who you're hunting but um but there are we all have those platinum hours and those need to be dedicated to wise investment so you man you're right on the money time blocking is key and th- think about it like this. We are all on the same page. Every Monday morning, we're staring down the barrel of the exact same 168 hours. All of us. And and so we, you know, we work 40 at least, right? And if you're getting 8 hours a night, you're sleeping 56. So that leaves 72 hours every week work and sleep are already accounted for 72 hours every week to be wise with where you put it. And, and when you think about it that way, you really, you know, it, it now all of a sudden, there's a different value placed on your hours, I guess.
0: Right. What I love, you know, and I've heard that before. And I know, I I think you mentioned that to me last week, but I think it's really profound when you just put it in, you know, bold, this is what it is. This is what it isn't right. Like eight hours of sleep at night. I don't know many people that do get it. I wish I could get that much sleep at night, but, uh, right. And then, so, and, and even if you were to say, Hey, I work a 10 hour day, right? Like that's still 66 hours left over. What are you going to do with that time? Right. Um, and it's important to spend that time with, you know, family, friends, whatever throughout the week, but that is a big, big chunk of time. Right. I mean, that's an additional work week's worth of time.
1: That's right.
0: Um, so, um, I, I love just the, it's in your face. There there there's no hiding behind that. It just there is that much time. So yeah, I, and I'm with you. I'm not much of the excuse that hey, I don't have the time. I think it's less about having the time versus making the time.
1: That's it. Yeah, like yeah, we've all heard it said. You'll either make the time or you'll make an excuse, and and that's real. Um, and so in, inside of everyone's day, there's those opportunities to, you know, to, um, well, to just put some things in place that keep you focused too. Right. And there's nothing better for me than, than engaging with the folks that, um, that are out there doing the work. And that reminds me what I'm here for and, and, and why I'm, why I care so much. And so if I get away from that and I'm focused in the task oriented parts of my day, then it's easy for me to get grumpy. It's easy for me to forget why I love this. Um, And so for me, those are kind of the mini vacations throughout my day where I'm able to really connect with somebody, get real, celebrate with them, you know, strategize with them. Um, But man, those are as important for me as they are for them. Uh, And yeah, don't rob yourself of that just because somebody, Said you needed to be busy doing something else, and it's easy <laughs> to confuse. It's easy to confuse busy with productive.
0: Correct, yeah. correct. Couldn't agree more. Um, good stuff. I like your recency bias comment earlier. Um, you know, I guess I would ask this: um, when you think about continue to do something right, or something that you're going to stop doing now that we are able to get back out in the, the the world a little bit more right it it may not be um and I, i'm not a fan of the the whole term the new normal but getting back to a place of somewhat normalcy i guess you know mm-hmm. and it, it it's it's hard to to describe and explain but what what are what is one or two things that you want to make sure that you've learned about yourself or a habit that you've created over the last year that you've got to make it a priority or focus that I'm going to keep doing this one or two things. This is a must for me on a daily or a weekly basis. And in the same token, is there anything that you've recognized about yourself over the last year? I need to stop doing this.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. So the keep doing for me is going to be writing. Um, that's one of the things I picked up this year was really kind of journaling more so than writing. It's just journaling. Um, and, and looking back on the things that I journal has, has been great for me because I can see growth. The things I was struggling with a month ago, I can see how I've uh, you know been able to get on top of that now because it's been on my mind. It's, it's been on paper. It's something I've been addressing. So I, I will keep that. I, I've gotten away from that. And that's been wonderful uh, just as an exercise and kind of self-awareness. <laughs> Something else. The thing I'm getting away from um is how easy it's been to call it quits at four o'clock in the afternoon because nothing's going on. I'm already home and you know the kids are home, the dog's barking, and yeah, I can just, you know, hey, it's four o'clock. Um, well, in my opinion, man, that is those are golden hours because most everybody else has taken that as well. And so if I'm the guy out there getting it done um you know even after hours then then that speaks volumes about how I'm going to take care of you uh so anyway that's just i i think we i don't want to speak too generally but we probably all got a little bit light on ourselves through covid because of all the just external stresses and every time we turned on the tv it was overwhelming and negative and just all the you know all the the input that we had no control over and really didn't even understand what the final outcome would be that was stressful so we kind of took it easy on ourselves in other ways i know i did and so yeah. i'm done with that i'm done with that hope that <laughs> is that what you were going for in the question there yeah
0: no i think it's i think it's great right um you know one keep keep journaling right because i think there's so much power in that and um it's interesting because i i think by doing that i think human nature is for us to be tough on ourselves right second guess ourselves. Um, maybe not view ourselves as, as, as highly as others may see us. And I think there's a lot to journaling because it allows self-reflection. Um, because I know there would think there's things that I put in my journal a year ago and I look back today and go, what were you thinking? Like where your head was in a, whether it was in a selfish place, whether it was, it allows just for true honesty with ourselves Right, I think we can justify things in our mind. We can dream things up sometimes. I never did that, or yeah, but when you write it down, it's history. That's right. You have a trackable record of your thoughts, where you're at, and I think that that is in itself the one of the greatest measures of personal growth. Yeah. Um, and by doing that, it's a habit that I think is everyone should should be doing. But again. We might use those seventy-six hours filling it with other stuff, and if we just took thirty minutes a day to write in a journal, right? We're, we're on a five-day work week, we're talking two and a half hours, yeah, right, right. Uh, of just self-reflection writing. So I love that, right? And then I think for you, the you know the the other piece because you asked, does that make sense or what I was looking for? Is absolutely right. We recognize that there's certain parts of our day where. I've been, you know, hey, I've been going since five o'clock or six o'clock this morning. It's three o'clock, it's four o'clock in the afternoon. Um, I'm throwing the towel, right? Um, You know, I think about it. I'm on the West Coast. Our corporate office is in the Midwest, two hour difference, right? A lot of times, if it's after three o'clock, I can't get a hold of anybody anyways, right? right? And so, and not that I stop at that point, but it's almost as if this is, everything's going to carry over to the next day now, right? I'll handle it as much as I can. Um, so I, I love the, just the, the honesty of that. Right. Um, you know, and I'd say for me, um, is one of the things that really has helped me that I'm going to, the good that I'm going to keep doing, um, if I have, um, good or bad, an emotional reaction to something, I'm going to continue to use my 24 hour rule. Because that 24-hour rule has allowed me to put things into perspective because things happen in life, right? And I think if we have an emotional reaction to it, um, typically the outcome isn't always in our favor or fair to who we're reacting to. right? Um, So really put some more thoughts. So that's something for me that I really, really want to – that's a good thing that I implemented uh, for myself. Um, And it's – I'm happy I've done it not just professionally, but personally.
1: Right. right? Well, it, it certainly removes a lot of drama from your life because when you respond in an emotional state, it's not balanced. It's not even credible. And and so now you've got to somehow undo that and address the initial thing. Right. And so that is it compounds an issue. And, and uh, man, I I fail at that more often than I succeed at it. <laughs> but just being aware of it, it, like we've talked about before, self-awareness is so hard. It's so easy to talk to someone about what's going on in their world and see with absolute clarity the changes they can make to fix it. But when it's check the mirror time, man, we all get writer's block. Um, yeah. So that's where journaling helps me. And the 24-hour rule is wise for everyone. Um, that's good stuff. And you're not compounding any issues, I'm giving <laughs> yourself time to to really strategize your response versus a reaction. Right. A reaction is typically an explosion. Think chemistry. Um, a response is measured. Big yeah. difference.
0: Totally. Um, man, there's a lot of stuff here. I can't wait to, to listen to what we just talked about because no kidding. <laughs> you know, we, we've covered a lot in a very short amount of time. We're up against about 21 minutes right now. Um, you know, and, and I, so one thing I, I want to end with today. Is we've said this quite a bit on a lot of our podcasts um, that we want to hear something back from those that are listening. You know, I think it's pretty cool. uh, Cord, you and I, we haven't really done any really promoting of this podcast at all. It's been very organic and just kind of throw it in the universe and see what see what happens. That's right. I mean, we've got listeners now in Australia, we got listeners in Europe, all over the fifty states of the United States. Right, so it's it's amazing. How many people are listening, and uh, but I truly want to hear back from our listeners, right? If you're listening and we don't know each other, um, you know our our email ha- has been out there, and um, our phone numbers have been out there um, on LinkedIn. You can find Jeff Underwood Core stockwell, pretty easy. Most people on this platform are on LinkedIn. Um, really want to hear some feedback, right? and maybe there's something that you want to continue doing over this last 12 months that you've learned about yourself, or maybe there's something you want to stop doing. We would love to hear that and maybe have you on as a guest over uh, the next couple of weeks.
1: I love that. Yeah. It's definitely time to start bringing some friends on. Um, and we're, we're working toward that now. Uh, so if, if you, yeah, like Jeff just said, if you've got something of value or just, you know, really want to have some public therapy, man, let's do it. <laughs> that would be awesome. Uh, but yeah, it's so exciting to look at our stats and see Katmandu, Nepal. And, you know, we've got, we've got France covered. We've got, you know, um, goodness gracious. I mean, they're just, they're, they're popping up everywhere. It's really, really exciting. South Adelaide, Australia. Let's give them a shout out, man. Our Aussie brothers. That's awesome. There you brother. go. I love, right it. On. love it.
0: Well, as always, um, appreciate you brother. And, um, you know, we're going to keep banging that drum on engagement, right? Because I think it is, it does matter. Um, and I think it's so important as the world opens back up and we get back into our busyness routine of travel. Um, that's my one fear is what's created us to get really truthful and engage and have conversations because we couldn't travel over the last 12 months. We can't lose this piece, Thank right? Um, so till next time, brother. That's right. Have a phenomenal day. You too, brother. All right.